But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on These are the pictures you've seen of January 6th. They're familiar because they've been playing on a loop on every media outlet in America for the last two years. There's a reason for that. But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. And once you see the video, you'll understand why. Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. By controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened, and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. Our office wanted to ensure that there was shock and awe that we could charge as many people as possible. The first thing you notice from viewing the full video record of January 6th is just how many people entered the Capitol building that day. Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands, over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the Speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. They're there because they believe the election was stolen from them. They believe in the system. Here's the man you've heard referred to as the QAnon shaman outside the Senate chamber. These are not rioters. These are people who wandered over from a political rally. We will not let them silence your voices. After the rally, they walked down Pennsylvania Avenue, where organizers had secured a federal permit to hold a legal rally on the grounds of the Capitol. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Once at the Capitol building, things began to get chaotic. Capitol police officers fired tear gas into the crowd. A few at the front of the herd broke windows. Someone opened the doors, and many hundreds of others just walked in. We're going to make that the story. Of course, they did make it the story. And at the center <coughs> of it, the single most famous person arrested that day was a Navy veteran from Arizona called Jacob Chansley, often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. 
Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us in this building. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th, the indisputable facts recorded on video, some of which has never before been seen, with the depiction of Jacob Chansley that you've seen in the media for more than two years. He's a terrorist, they said. He should be killed. Shoot him. Shoot him. Like, if it, you burst into the United States, hey, if he was dressed like bin Laden, would you have shot him? Shoot him. Shoot him. It makes you wonder, who are the violent extremists here? Not Jacob Chansley. And the video proves that. But you would never have known from the media coverage. The people sitting in the chairs need to be sitting in a jail cell. Chansley is in a jail cell. He's been there for months. If he was, in fact, committing such a grave crime, why didn't the officers who were standing right next to him place him under arrest? Until now, no one could even prove that even happened. Well, well, well. We see over and over here where finally mainstream media is starting uh, to get the video, the footage that we've been talking about for the longest. Merely, nearly, merely within a week's time after J6, we already had video of the shaman, QAnon shaman, or, which there is no QAnon. Uh, there's Q and then there's none, but they called him that uh, just out of spite. But when he walked in there, we had video of him already. In January, by January uh, week, the end of week one, we had video of him walking in there, talking to different individuals, and uh, and there was a guy sitting right there in the main room of the courthouse, or how I mean, not not the courthouse, but the House of Representatives sitting there in front of the 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 the, the chamber of uh, with his head busted open, bleeding, and. And he walks in, it's like, wow, this guy got his head busted up. He's bleeding bad. So he's walking in there with the escort that he was given by the, the Capitol Police. In this video, video, you saw it. Now, I will say there was a little bit extra more video, extra video footage that we did not see, or at least we did not play over here or have on the Apostolic Conservative Show. But we had this video showing that he was really peaceful, one of the most peaceful ones go, going through there. Um, we're going to talk about this a little bit more. I have my great friend uh, on the show with us, would be co-hosting with us. We're going to bring him in uh, right after this. So let's get ready to talk about it, guys, right here on the Apostolic Conservative Show. So welcome, 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 Patriot Saints 
friends, and family to the Apostolic Conservative Show. We the people were just okay, we were just quiet, sitting back, we were excited then when they started messing with us. No other choice but to step up. Without further ado, we are here back once again for another Tuesday night uh, as me and the one-led patriot, my friend Jimmy, uh, on the show with us as we talk about what's happening now. And uh, we're definitely going to get into what uh, happened on J6 and uh, a lot of the things that we saw from our perspectives. So thank you. Thank you one more time for being on here with us again, One Leg Patriots. What's happening, my Thanks friend? for having me again, brother. Appreciate it, man. Oh, man. You know, Not much. Just a- been, uh, oh, just, just been loving watching what's going on in the mainstream right now and then just completely uh, scared to death of what's going to happen because – they, you know, they opened a can of worms last night that was it is un, uncapable. Yeah, they they're in full on onslaught of panic mode. But yeah, I mean, go ahead and talk about what talk about that last night. You know, I, I really, I really believe that you know we all already knew that they were lying about this stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's no uh, there's no uh, there's no going back from what what was just put out last night. You know, they yeah. they said there was only fourteen thousand hours. I've heard a couple of my friends say there was forty forty thousand plus hours. Yeah, of was, video that is, footage. That is, what and, I've, that is what I've heard as well. Over forty thousand hours uh, that that did yep. not get air aired. Yeah, and you just kept seeing this recycled. You know, forty five seconds of. Uh, of these clips just to show that, you know, that they were being violent. It was a violent insurrection. And, and then about the, what is that guy's, uh, sick, sick, Nick, um, the, the, officer. That, yeah, the officer was supposed, uh, supposedly killed. Um, and then you see him running around with a helmet on. They said they, he got killed by a fire, fire extinguisher. And, you know, all these deaths are very curious, like all five of these officers. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, you know what? Th- I there's other videos. That, there's other videos of officers said that they've been set up. You know that it was. It's not cool. Yeah, I, 
I so, have seen that video of black officer, uh, the Capitol policeman that was walking around saying that on that day when he was, and, and there's a lot of them. And, and you, you alluded to something that I think is, is, is quite, you know, might be very, oh, wow. That ain't, I didn't mean for that layout to be out there. I don't know how they got so big. <laughs> it just like took up all the whole street. <laughs> but anyway, that's um, funny. You know, so I, it, it is something uh, that you, you mentioned that uh, you know about all five of them dying, which they none of them, none of the officers died from January six event. We know that without nope. a doubt. That's the lie that they continue to push. But it makes you think about all of those that ended up seeing the video uh, from, uh, oh God, what is the, uh, Homer Aberdeen, not, I think it's Aberdeen's uh, husband, the, uh, and video that they saw, video back in 2017 with Hillary Clinton and Homer Aberdeen. Uh, and the baby and stuff like that. Those officers that were in New York that ended up mm-hmm. seeing uh, the videos up there, how they started committing suicide all of a sudden, you know. And it, it, there's no yeah. coincidence. No, not at all. This, and, and the the report yeah. is the report is about nine of those officers uh, supposedly committed suicide. Uh oh. I did it again. I don't know what's going on with my layout. Oh my goodness! Oh, you don't um, have to put that. You don't have to put yeah, that out there. Yeah, true that, true that. But um, man, so it's really crazy. I know we got we got some shout outs. We probably want to give to um our patriots uh online tonight. Um, we got plenty of them over in. The foxhole that that no doubt you, they have came to support the one leg patriot, and we appreciate uh, you and the crew for coming over and uh, joining us all tonight. Yeah, there's the, the I know there will be a few people in here, and okay, a, a couple of them are uh, are trying to eat dinner and stuff, or get 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 their stuff together for their okay, shows we'll get, later. <laughs> yeah, we'll get with them. Get with them uh, at a later time. Um, we do have a couple other things. We definitely we're gonna continue on to talk about this tonight. Uh, we def- and uh, about this January sixth issue. Uh, there's a few other things uh, in the news uh, that have taken place that we wanted to highlight tonight. Um, and we'll just we'll go ahead and, and jump into uh, a couple of those as we uh, come back. Uh, to J6 and talk about this event. Um, down in Georgia, and this this did come out on last week. Uh, I had a lot of events uh, that have been over the last week. We had uh, conferences that we were part of, so I wasn't um, as on top of things as I normally am, but I do want to talk about this, this uh, one issue or one event. Uh, thing that took place with Stacey Abrams down in Georgia. Uh, for those who might be tuning in that may not know, but Stacey Abrams is the woman who uh, engineered 
uh, the election thievery, and also she ran for governor in the state of Georgia. Uh oh, I'm not meant to go there. She's absolutely there despicable. Go. Yeah, and so right now, um, I don't know what what's going on, but Roethlisberger, who is the Secretary of State in Georgia, is actually investigating her because she has half a million dollars that just so happens to be missing from uh, organization and program is there. So Georgia officials are probing financial irregularities linked to Stacey Abrams charity. And this lady is, is disgusting, but she is a part of this globalist elite. A lot of people don't know that Stacey Abrams uh, was actually one, she got invited to the World Economic Forum before um, before uh, Governor Kemp did. I have heard multiple people say that Governor Kemp uh, went to uh, either the World Economic, World Health Organization, or no, not the World Health Organization, or either World Economic Forum and partook of what what they had going on there in Dabo. So it was the World Economic Forum. And I have not I have not seen that myself. I have not seen evidence of that. But we know there's tons of people that go that never get publicity or they don't publicize that they were there. You only find out about them being there a short time after. But that is just the swampiness of of these politicians, these, this uniparty thing. And I, I'm not just going to say he's full-fledged uniparty, but as far as Kemp, uh, but he has some, some CCP ties, um, even though he stood up in, on conservative values more than, uh, than most of the governors in the, the United States of America. But um, what's your, your thoughts on, uh, on the Stacey Abrams scenario? It's going to be a, oh, it's, it's not going to be good because, you know, she actually, look at her uh, net worth. Uh, you know, that that's that's another thing is that, you know, they have to, they're going to run, they have to, uh, you know, put out their financials. Uh-huh. And I just don't think that uh, it's going to work out good for her. I, I think uh, that uh, that treasonous drop is going to be, uh, pretty hor- horrific for her if you know what i mean like, yeah oh yeah oh yeah good because she i mean anytime they go to uh the left especially the globalist left uh you know we 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 take shots across the aisles on both you know because both uh have in this unit party have globalists involved uh but she was taking money hand over foot. I mean, left and right. She was getting money and, uh, you know, setting up her own people to run elections in a way uh, that would benefit her and many others. And, yes, it, it, we understand that it, she ended up not securing enough votes somehow, you know, to win the governorship. But uh, she implemented many other strategies that was used across the country 
to uh, get different people installed. And yeah, there's a lot yep. of people uh, that have been even in California. Go ahead, uh, yeah, especially in even California. in California. She 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 was uh, helping them uh, uh, gain, uh, you know, like you know, running to running uh, harvest, the, the, harvest ballots. Oh, see, I didn't I didn't even know she had a had influence. I do know that there were several people from California that came to Georgia. A lot of people don't know it, but Kamala Harris, photographer, when she was what the chief of police or whatever the AG of uh, California, while she was over there, her her photographer um, came in the twenty twenty election was coming. It came over here to Georgia and was uh, working uh, the computer where they was doing the. Um, Oh my goodness! I don't know. My, I don't know what's going on with, with my my brain this morning, tonight. But uh, with the uh, when they, where they were when the ballots election get kicked machines? out, the election machines. Yeah, the 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 election machine, the tabulators. But when they got kicked out, the adjudication process. That's what it. That's that's the word I was trying to find. The adjudication process, when the ballots got kicked out, when they got rejected from the tabulator machine, they would automatically go to the adjudicators that were in in the, in an office behind one monitor, and then there's supposed to be multiple people in the room, a Republican and a Democrat, to see what the intent, original intent for the uh, for the voter was. Because maybe they fudged mm -hmm. a, a, a whatever that's messed up or, or did sign. And this mainly, I, I will say this, this mainly was on the mail-in ballots. And they would, they would go to them and they, they, didn't know, they couldn't tell the intent of it. And so uh, when they adjudicated, they could print out a new ballot, take a new ballot rather, and stick it into the machine or into the copier to, to, to put what they have changed to, to say what the the uh, the voter really intended to vote or the way that they meant to vote. And this was going on in Fulton County alone. It happened over 60%. But let me, let me say this. Her photographer was working in one of the rural counties in Georgia. So not in, not in one of the urban areas where you would think, oh, yeah, of course, they're going to have their guys, their people in there. No, they had people uh, uh, placed in strategic places to work things and manipulate things the way they wanted to. And, and to be honest, how much money could that carrier could have had with him to, to have people look away? in a rural area that's ran yeah. by Republicans. And yeah, we, what's crazy is that you know, pe people are so easily bought this day and age. I mean, just look at the, look at the financial troubles that, you know, a lot of people are in already, you know, and I don't even think we've seen the worst of it yet, honestly. Uh, you know, unless, unless something really, really drastic happens within the next month or so, a lot of people are going to start losing their homes, their vehicles, and you know they're just not. It's not going to be a good thing. It's going. To, I think it's going to be worse than 08. Well, hey, the housing market we, crisis. We're we're in agreement with that. It, it is. 
It is. I am. We're not. I'm trying to prophesy nothing on in, in into our lives, but it's a reality of seeing this country being ran uh, by a, a a dictator, ran by a resident, you know, uh, and 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 a fraudster uh, who have frauded his way through his whole career. His uh and created a criminal empire does not care about the United States of America. And yes, I, I can understand that there are maybe white hats in place that are allowing this to take place so that people can wake up and really see. But I think it's really just what happens when you have a stolen election ran by criminals doing what they think they can do to get away and pushing the agenda that they ran on. I mean, let's let's be real. They ran on what they're pushing that is destroying our country. Yeah, I I have a real problem with with the whole mail in ballots plus you know the these machines that they're using because we know that they're not a uh, what do you call it a, like a, a enclosed system. They're mm-hmm. allowing Wi Fi. They 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 proved that in Arizona. That yes, there is a Wi-Fi set up in them, and you know, I, I don't, I don't know why it's so hard to just do paper ballots, do smaller precincts, and and you know, it, it's putting a lot of lot a lot of a lot of uh, pressure on these uh, poll workers because they're such big precincts, and, and I think that's why they've done this is to say oh well we don't have enough people to count all these ballots at these larger precincts so you know that's why we need these machines to count and i just i think it should go back to the old days where it's same day voting same night you know usually you know you'll find out in the morning no no later than you know it's most of the time it used to be like you'd find out that night exactly who won yeah now it's like we got like a a month and a half of election you know it's election day not election month and a half i know that's what it should be election day and you know i i i I take a little you know a a little bit with with the president uh, and i'm speaking of that the real president um in this ballot harvesting thing because to me it doesn't matter you know if we ballot harvest with them if they can still just do what they want to do they can just hold the open open election election year counting ballots that keep reappearing you know reappearing from different locations and then all of a sudden and late night in the hour, they get a drop that pushes them over the edge by 20,000. The, the, the real problem with that is, is that if we, as conservatives, get, we mess around and you got some people that are just wanting to be patriots and get in the fight and want to ballot harvest with them, and they mess around and do it in the wrong area county at the yep. wrong time thinking that it's maybe they thought that they're still in conservative you know uh leadership and then they go and do it and they get caught they're gonna make an example out of us 
they they're yep. not gonna be playing that's patty cake and all of this. And that's a big problem no. I have with that right there. Yeah, it's just like right now in in my area that I live in, um, you know, they're uh, getting ready to try to renew this uh, supplemental levy for the school district, and I've got them caught dead to rights for uh, um, you know trying to uh, petition teachers to uh, to be making phone calls to uh, uh, to citizens using. Um, borrowed cell phones from one of the cell phone distributors here in this area. And what? I talked to the superintendent. Yeah, I talked to the superintendent and he just tried feeding me full of crap and it wasn't happening. I told him, I said, that's fine. I said, I'll go way above you. I said, I have connections and I will go way above you. And that's what's wow. happening. On Friday, I will be meeting with my uh my uh district representative and we're gonna get with it. And he, uh, and there's going to be some heads rolling. I can tell you that because he's, he's mad because he lives here in this town, not too far from me. And he's like, yep. Cause I, I, I called him and told him, I said, dude, they they are breaking, um, you know, uh, title 33, uh, section 801 and 802, 803, um, of the voter, uh, of what they're allowed to do when they're running, running a <coughs> school levy. Um, uh -huh. And I, and I pointed out the exact portions of it and he's like, Oh yeah. He goes, cause I have text messages from a friend that works in the school district. And she's like, do you think this is illegal for them to be doing this? And I'm like, uh, yes, that is a hundred percent illegal. I looked it up and it's absolutely illegal. So we might not get it stopped, but that it gives us grounds to file a lawsuit. And then, you know, financially burden the the school district even more because we have to file a lawsuit and in, in states in section um 34 104 that uh the chapter title 34 we just lost audio with you or are you say something yeah, I'm not getting anything. It's 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 not picking up anything from you. Hold hold on. Let me see if it's on my my side, but I I don't, I don't think so because normally it would at least show show some audio from your end. Okay, yeah, we got your back. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I think my uh my leg uh unhooked the cord. <laughs> okay, so what what do you think is is their ploy? What what do you think they're trying to do by giving it giving it to those students? Well, so what's what the deal is? Is that too loud? It might. Uh, no, too loud. it sounds like it's a little held back. How about now? Clear as it was earlier. Better now. We can hear you. We can hear. Understand. We can hear you. Okay. All right. Sorry. Um, so what they're doing is it's illegal for a school district, any employee for the school district to, uh, proposition the public for public funds or even call them and say, Hey, you know, what, what, what are you deciding to vote on this? 
you know, what, what, what are you, are you going to uh, or against it? Uh-huh. So it's completely illegal. And so is, using... is it they're just trying to get a feel of whether they need to push no. it further or are they trying to get a feel of who they need to, to go after? You know, who do they need to dox? I don't know. Uh, the, the main thing is that um, it's illegal for, you know, they say, oh, well, this is done in um, by volunteering. This is they're not being paid. They're not on school time and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. You're still using teachers to push this levy. It's a, re, uh, you know, it's getting renewed at a lower interest rate, Like, which is like still going to cost uh, $389 per 100000 of assessed value for your house, which uh. you know, that's $600 to $1,200 uh, per yeah. Oh, oh. Per, uh, for per household per household yeah i'm just thinking like why don't we do like a uh like a, a half a percent grocery tax or or our sales tax you know so everybody's paying for it because not all people are homeowners you know there's people that own multiple homes look at what they're going to be paying i mean there's people that do rentals and stuff yeah and, why can't we do do something to where there's a uh, like a half a percent sales tax to go to the school, so everybody's paying for it, not just the homeowners. Not just the homeowners, yeah. And and, and that's that's the ridiculous thing that they do. But it's something in 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 ingrained in liberals' mind in a in a in a way because most of them. Uh, that are pushing this for the schools, you know, the, the teacher union is the biggest, you know, uh, growth funds or, or, or fund uh, management uh, in the world, you know, in the country, or in, practically in the world, when it comes down to where their money is invested to manipulate uh, different policies and different things like this. And... <clears throat> I tell you, there's a when you you mentioned that it brought to my mind a video uh, that our chairperson in our county made, and it was uh, dealing with uh, the tax, <coughs> excuse me, the tax commissioner and, and the board them getting together, and they had a, they were being you know it, it's live what they do, but most people don't pay any attention to it when they they stream it, but they got a got audio from it uh, of them just really talking about hey let's just go back and reassess properties and and raise the taxes on them you know we can get more out of it and i want to play this video right here because it, this county is a majority uh where i where i live uh majority democrat of which over half of the board now uh has been indicted uh, Douglas County, Georgia, and uh, two have already turned themselves in to the GBI uh, for uh, basically they were running a scam uh, where they were getting contracts to friends, uh, relatives, where they didn't, you know, do the proper channel of making the bidding open to the public, oh, yeah. and they were just yep. give passing it out uh, and and getting kickbacks off of it. So 
you know, well, and, and like I said before, when I talked about it originally last week, you know, we believe that everyone is innocent until proven guilty. But when you when you got the audio, you got the video of them in session before they did it, and individual raising this to their attention and telling them, you you cannot you can't do this. You gotta you gotta open it up to the public, and they still go forward and do it anyway. Then they guilty to me. And when you when you they they don't been had it brought to their attention. And they still did it anyway. Yeah, it was intentional um, over and over. Shout out to—I just want to say shout out to uh, Brainstorm. I'm pretty sure it's Stormy J. It's uh, behind it. Um, there's two of them: uh, Rambo, Joe Rambo, and Stormy J. And they—they they do a great podcast. Oh, uh, okay. Um, he just gifted uh, gifted some shades. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I, I see. Thank you, thank you, much love. I pre- we appreciate that. Appreciate it. I'm, um, how we're gonna have to we're gonna have to end up working something out. <laughs> but I appreciate we appreciate the, appreciate the love and the support. And uh, for those that might be wondering, that is brainstorm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's not clear as I would like it to be. Maybe I could make it a little bit clear. Uh, I've I finally reassessed what I was doing and and, re- and realized there was a better way I could uh I could do that what I was trying to do <laughs> with uh showing the comments over there so I did come back and redid it um it's still not as clear but I think some people really can uh, get the name and. Where to go follow another great patriot, Brainstorm. Thank you so much we get for the love and, and that you're showing. All right, so. um, How long is this video? I need a, I need a potty break. <laughs> hey, go ahead. I got, I got some material. I can hold us over until you get back. Uh-oh, did I lose you? Oh, he he already jumped out. <laughs> All right, okay, guys. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and talk about a couple other things until um, my ultra maga buddy gets back. Um, let us go on into uh, this article uh, right here as I get ready to bring it up. Not that one, not that way. Let's go here. So, OAN brought to our attention ACU uh, pledges action after um, LGBTQ activist school board strikes down um, partnership. Arizona Christian University uh, President Lynn Munzio fired back at the Washington Elementary School Board for their decision to end an 11-year contract calling it wrong and unlawful. He claimed that more than 100 ACU graduates have come through that program. And this is something that I've, I've been trying to 
bring to people's attention and many other patriots um all over have been doing the same uh whoa man i gotta get thank you uh brainstorm once again we'll give that we'll give that uh shout out to y'all and, and and just thank you for continuing to support the the, the show um but this is what I've been talking about is that these people have been infiltrating um, all of these different board set, boards across multiple uh, facets of society or genre of societies to push this agenda on all levels to push this woke this, this this wicked stuff because we won't bow down uh, to their anti-god uh, theatrics so shout out uh, to arizona christian university i hope that they will continue to take a stand all right i see our, our, our brother back on here um we're gonna bring him on and just get a little bit of a few of his thoughts on yeah, thanks for that. My teeth were floating. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, but yeah, we were just talking about this OAN article where this uh, this Arizona Christian University uh, was pushing back oh, yeah. against this board that had a program set up uh, for them. And wow, okay, so much love spread going around over here. Uh, I got I got to do this. So thank you guys. Uh, for continuing uh, to show much love over here. So hold on, we'll get back to this in just a moment. But I want to uh, make sure we give this shout out. Brainstorm said that, hey, he, he loved blessing us uh, with the other one, but he wanted to come back with a, with a phone. So he got it with shades and a gift of phone and uh i had to see what level these are but one leg one leg not only was taking a water break <laughs> but but he was he was throwing ships around so thank you uh for the support uh over there bro <laughs> but back back to the, the the this um article um from oan if i could uh get it back up here and then we'll get get your thoughts on that um and I'm pretty do, sure uh, I could probably. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure I could probably tell you the organization. It's probably GLSEN. It's a Gay and Lesbian and Straight Education Network that's doing this. I've been deep diving on 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 that group and their financials and what they're trying to do and putting this uh, this curriculum in with uh, um, that it's pretty much you know telling these kids that it's okay to decide what you want to be uh you know and teaching kids how to like strap like girls to strap their breasts down so they can act like boys and all this other stuff and they're trying to put in some pretty nasty legislation for uh, laws that makes it legal for them to um because the the q stands for uh the queer portion of it 
thing mm-hmm. for um like they like younger kids and like they're so um I don't I don't, I really don't want to get too involved in it with yeah, that portion yeah. of it but putting yeah. in legislation where they can actually have sexual acts with children wow now with with would this also be a part of that? I guess on the federal level, uh, I, I'm, I, if I remember correct, it was like a, a, a H H R one or H B one that they were trying to get passed. Uh, this would have been back in 2020. Uh, they they got some pushback, but it, it they were saying that it was basically portraying that it was something for like civil rights matter of fact it was um they put the one of the representatives in georgia i can't think of his name he died around this time and um and they tried to lay put his name on the bill but really inside the bill it didn't just have to do with voting uh and and it didn't just have to do with uh civil rights uh per se, but they were pushing this man-boy agenda, man-boy-lover agenda from open society. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, one of the organizations that was a part of were getting sp- sponsored by George Soros's open society. And, and this is yeah. many of the things that they do to try to hide things and try to use people's emotions so that they're not uh, uh, so much in defense against what they're trying to push yeah i we have uh well california has a house i think it's 154 that is like the the same thing to where um i think the age of consent is 11 if Mm -hmm. they if the child wait wait hold on hold on hold on you're not saying already in california the age of consent is 11. It's, it's already a law it's already a law. One, I think it's one fifty-four or what or one forty-five. Yes, it's a law. Hang on, let me. Uh, wow. Hang on a second. I will. Wow. Here, just one second. Oh we'll do a little my. Bit of a live dig. Yes, it's disgusting. It's no, I, no. I know that they passed. I guess there's probably the same thing where there's this there, in California. You got like ten year gap. So a 21-year-old can be with an 11-year-old and not get charged a felony and have to, and and get, um, uh, have to, what do they, you know, when they have to sign up as a uh, child abuser, a pedophile. A pedophile. And when you, and you look at that, they might as well be saying the same thing. That that you if if I may be thinking of that bill, and maybe they've done something even even worse, and saying that a child can a child eleven year old can give consent. That's wicked. An eleven year old they can be yeah, manipulated. <clears throat> While you look you looking for that, um, Crystal. Another video of a before and after um, of of kids before they go to college uh, 
from high school and then after they've gone there and got indoctrinated. So I'm gonna um I'm gonna pull this up. We're gonna play this. And for those of you that are used to me having the links provided on the show um in the description, this is one of them that we, we won't have in the description right now. Uh but uh we'll look to get it up uh sometime in the future. It, you got it's, it uh Senate Bill yeah, it's Senate Bill 145, and you can go to uh, legal, legal info, uh, legislator or dot legislature dot California dot gov, and it's uh, the bill text is uh, Senate Bill uh, 145, sex offender and child pornography is what the, what it's labeled. Wow. Yeah, it makes it to where, yeah, my. Ugh. It makes me sick looking at this stuff. Yeah. But it right. makes it a misdemeanor instead of a felony. And then so if it's a misdemeanor, you don't have to. Well, I don't know. There's other portions in here that says uh, that uh, not punishable by more than one year, not to exceed more than one year. And that's for rape of a child. Wow. And then you don't have to register as a sex offender. Oh man, I can't do it. Like this stuff wow. just makes me sick. And this is the real stuff that we we fight day in and day out. Like this, you know, when people are telling you this stuff, it's absolutely true. Like, you know, I can, uh, if you want, I can uh, text you the link so you can put it in the description later. Wow. Yeah. Do do that. I appreciate it. I appreciate it if you do that. Yeah. But let's go to this short clip uh, from, um, and this is uh, Vincent Briators, Briators, Briator. Okay, Vincent Briator. Hold on one moment. were taken on the senior year of high school of their daughters and then they take another picture when they come home from college either their second year first year and they are shocking look at this cousin this this will bring tears to your eyes look at that nice mohawk almost unrecognizable that tattoo is just over the top on the forehead i don't even I, like i hope that's not real another one this is this is happening everywhere look at that all across the United States. Nice. Look in the pit. That's very classy. Doesn't even look like the same person. Another awful haircut. Worse than mine. The blue, classic blue hair. I mean, that's everybody. You have to do that. More pits. Again, why, why is that a statement? I see these photos the parents have been sending in that were taken on the senior year of high school of their daughters. And then they take another picture when they come home from college, either their second year, first year. And they are shocking. Look at this cousin. This this will bring tears to your eyes. Look at that nice mohawk. Almost unrecognizable. Oh yeah. That tattoo really is just over the top on the forehead. I don't even I like I hope that's not real. Another one. This is this is happening yeah, everywhere. Look at that. All yeah. across the United States. Nice. Look at the What the world is there? I I've never I've never seen that before. 
awful haircut. Worse than mine. Classic movie. Yeah. I mean, that's Can't every, do you have to like, do that. We have to stand up and fight against this. Uh, I can't stand it. This, it but, you know, but, ruining, ruining our our kids' innocence at a, such a year early age. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, they're they're teaching kids CRT and stuff like that. That you know, that that's a college based theory class. It's not to be taught to pre K and and get these kids that are. I don't know. I just, man, it, it really, really, really like, but, but, my hide. but what, no, what's, what's happening though, is that they're introducing this to them at such a young age, age that it's indoctrinating them so that if they, if, if they were, didn't have the peer pressure and the guidance of a perverted teacher pushing this agenda on them, they would have never lost their innocence in that manner. Most of them wouldn't have. Uh, a lot, just yeah. life will get a hold to them. But <clears throat> when you have a nope. teacher that is spending, you know, six, seven, eight hours a day with your child and able to have more time with them on a regular basis at an elementary age, then they should they should not be teaching anything outside what we have uh, agreed to or uh, uh, really just take it, stick to A, B, C's, and one, two, threes. And uh, it or, wouldn't be uh, an reading, issue. Writing the rest of it? Yes, reading, that would writing. Be good. I mean, what, you know, let's, let's, let's just teach them the basics of life and, you know, to be able to read. Like, I don't even know how bad my state is, but they were uh, – they were, uh, you know, I think we're ranked like 48th in the state, in the states as bad, like uh, the worst, um, wow. you know, in the state of Idaho. Um, but, you know, the one thing that, you know, this, this the CRT, the SEL, which is social emotional learning, what it's doing to our kids is it's really confusing. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're trying to like gender bend. <laughs> it's what I like to call it. Gender bending. C c tell these young boys, they can be girls and tell the young girls, they can be boys. And they're just, they're really warping the minds of these kids that are just truly, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to, learn and they're told to trust these people these are your teachers they know best and this that and the other well it's not what's it's not correct like you know and and instead of teaching these kids during during uh, sexual education the abstinence abstinence is the way no they just tell them that hey if if you do have sex we have these pills for you that can that can abort a baby within the first couple of days after you have sex and that's not it's not cool. It's absolutely just despicable in, in my book. You know, we didn't even get sexual education until we were, I think, sixth grade. And it was just boys in one and girls in the other. And then they're, you know, they're trying to do this because their hormone, hormonal changes are going on. And it's just, it's disgusting. It's absolutely yeah. disgusting.
and 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 this is why we're doing what <clears throat> what what we're doing is to because there's so many parents that still have not awakened to what's taking place still are not right here yeah yeah still um you know there's a story that i i just heard um heard today um where there's the and it's you know individual their their daughter you know has has a cell phone, her own, you know, social media account. You know, she's 17 and, you know, ended up getting in a situation with somebody that that's grown, you know, and, and it's a, it, it, and, and they're, it's a concerning thing, you know, uh, and fortunately they, they were able to see they they caught it by happen chance. Wasn't even, you know, Lucky. it wasn't because they kept a safeguard, you know, but they caught it by it, it found it by accident that this relationship was going on. And you know, this this kind of stuff is happening all over the country. And as we see them push this satanic stuff over the airways you know, and sporting events that where young people flock to and are entertained by is becoming prevalent where they're taking advantage of young people uh, to, you know, to have them their, their own ways with them. But not only that, but to take them and use them uh, in manners for others to have, uh, you know, to to take advantage of them and we've got to continue to talk about this stuff because what it does is is it causes young people to be fearless in a way that they shouldn't be fearless you mean and and i'll give you an example you know with the hoodie with trayvon martin and stuff you know they went around with the hoodie and in ordinary life a regular before that, and they took the emotional part of it. If you had a hood on your head walking around in the store, your mama or your daddy or your parents or somebody was like, man, take that hood off. You can't wear that hood in this store. You know, you got to take that off or something, man. You know, covering your face like you about to do something or you hiding or whatever. You know, it just brings negative attention. And but with that right there, they say, "Oh, you can't be judging nobody because they got a hoodie on their head or they got a mask on." Well, now everybody wear a mask now, <laughs> no matter what. Occupation well, that's one thing. That's but, one thing I'd like to like make a point on is that uh, you know you should not. I, I personally feel that we now that we know and we've known for who, who knows how long that the mask never worked. Yeah. Um, it, they should make it be illegal. They're becoming trash everywhere. They're becoming litter. And uh, um, in the stores here in Idaho, where I live, they will not let you come into a store if you have a mask on. Most of them won't. Oh, they they have started that part? That what? Uh, it, it's it's just, it's it, it, there's like signs. I, I'll take one. I'll send it to you. There's a store right down the road from here that has a sign on on their thing it says take the mask take your mask off before you enter the store 
and uh, I'll send you a picture of it. But they, uh, you know, they, they don't, they won't, even before then, they wouldn't let you come into the store with a motorcycle helmet on or, you know. Yeah, like a whole mo motorcycle helmet. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and people think that it was okay to like concealed carry and go into a bank. Like once you put a, a covering on your face and you're concealed carrying, you're now, that's a federal offense to go into a bank. Like that stuff is yeah. happening all the time. Wow. Wow. I never wore a mask, so I, I wouldn't know. But <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even well, wear a mask I, on I, airplane. I won't say I was in that number of, of never putting one on, uh, but but um, I did every opportunity, and I avoided places so I wouldn't wouldn't uh, yep. you know feel the need to to put one on just to. I, if I, if I, we we tried to patron stores that didn't have that standard, you know. What I mean, yeah. uh, but there were there were times that I did, you know. And th there was a few times that I absolutely had to, but like, um, I just, uh, I just I really just refused to wear one because I I knew that they weren't effective. It's yeah. just right on the box of the mask. Not a not effective for COVID nineteen. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but that was be, that was before they started moving that la that label off of most of the boxes. Yep. Well, I had yeah. pictures, and I and I showed that to plenty. I was like, I was like, you see this right here? That right there says that it's not effective for COVID nineteen. I said, beat you got that, was that one? No, it wasn't a message. I've been saying same, um, same one, same one. But I do remember they were floating around. Somebody else did it. I run, I run into so many problems with data space that um that I I end up deleting stuff and and I probably got I may have it in in one of the storage files that I have. But our that was one of the first things early on. I mean the boxes were literally saying it on there that it does not prevent. Of viruses, but people were still, you know, I'm wearing my mask, and even today, you know, people, uh, because the, you know, a lot of them have, um, and it seems to be, you know, mainly liberal areas or Democrats that feel the need to put those back on, and. I don't know what it is with oh, the psychology you, of it or, or what. Mass formation psychosis. Like Is that they, is, yeah. Uh, that's what it's called. Like they, they they just want to fit in. They don't want to be an outsider. They and the thing is those people are still driving around at this point in time with masks on. By themselves. Yeah, by themselves exactly. <laughs> those are the ones that are lost forever. Like that that's the four to six percent that that are lost forever. You will never regain regain them into into normal consciousness. I mean, they, they are they are too far gone. Like you can't and, sit there and show them absolute proof. Even let, let's just say that Anthony Fauci came on to the TV and said, "Stop wearing your mask; it's causing you health problems." They they would not believe him because they're so far gone that. That, that this is this is the way they're going to conduct their life. Yeah. For, you know. 
In, in spite of him saying masks don't work originally. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely crazy. But bro, I'm a, uh, I don't know how much longer you want to go, but. Uh, no, nah, we, we're getting ready to wrap it up. I was going to go, go to one of my little infomercial infomercials right quick. If I brought it up. Um, I mean, say go ahead. Because I'm going to be going, I'm going to be going, uh, going live over on Sevier's with him at about eight. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. don't don't let me hold hold you up, man. I, you you, you have been a brother. you have been a tremendous blessing uh, to the show, and uh, and I know our audience on various platforms uh, will be looking. Even though um, you know we have hundreds on other uh, you know spread across several different platforms that uh, view our show um, every night. Um, I know that they're they're looking forward uh, to seeing you every Tuesday um, as we go forward, and uh, yeah, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, this is going to be a staple staple for me. I told you, I promise you, man. Like, like, if we want to do this, we just pick a night and we'll get her done. Like, I yeah, I enjoy coming on with you. I like I miss you during the week. We don't talk a lot. I mean, I'm busy. You're busy. I mean, you've you've gotten a lot busier. Um, you know, I'm. I, I try to bounce around on a lot of my friends' shows and stuff and help contribute where I can. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, I really appreciate it. I, I, I hope we get to see each other. I, I'm honestly thinking about driving down to Miami and coming like, you know, four or five days early, uh, headed down there, you know, probably like a week before, uh, so possibly we can, uh, we can meet up and, have lunch somewhere around your area and and then uh head down to miami wow yeah that that would be great that, that would be great i'm thinking about seriously i'm thinking about driving i, I think it would be a lot more fun oh yeah it, it will i mean I imagine it take you about about three days uh now is she a driver too is she she help oh, yeah oh yeah okay. yep. yeah yeah, you can get get it done. Yeah, we've done we've done twenty one hours straight driving. What? Before. Yeah. Wow. This one will sleep while the other one's driving. Yeah, that makes and, sense. Yeah, it's wait. We actually like to travel like from sun up to sundown, so we uh -huh. can see the country. Like driving at night, I don't mind driving at night when I've been already been through an area, but yeah. when. I the furthest I've driven to the east is uh is into uh Michigan and that's up north but I I would really love to uh to just take a couple weeks and go go down to the reawaken tour and then turn around and do it all over but you know do a different route on the way home yeah yeah Maybe maybe go across the south and then straight up. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that would be. It'd be long. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It'd yeah. be long. You yeah. you'd be pushing yeah. four thousand miles, or well, not four thousand, but uh, yeah, every round trip you would be over four thousand miles already. That would be pushing closer to five thousand if you ran across, yeah. uh, like I forty or I ten. 
Yeah, I'm just going to see what it is to, I'm going to check this map thing. Let me get this this infomercial in. Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. <coughs> Just like you, I had problems sleeping. I tried every pillow out there and nothing worked. Ten years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I backed my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. My pillow lets you adjust it to your exact individual needs regardless of sleep position and stays that way all night long so you get the best sleep of your life. Right now, for all of our podcasters uh, that are listening in over on uh, Anchor Podcast and other platforms, please uh, know that you can go to mypillow.com and use promo code APCOSHOW. A P C O SHOW. Promo code A P C O SHOW when you go to mypillow. All right, brother. I know you got to you got to get out of here. And actually, I need to get out of here too because my morning starts pretty early these days. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, one day, twenty two hours, three thousand thirty nine miles from where I live to to Miami. So it's three thousand. Yeah, I didn't realize. Oh yeah, you know what? I'm so used to leaving Georgia to go out that way. And it's only like 2,400, 2,500 miles from Georgia uh, up up, to, up that way. I, I I have totally forgot about it. Yeah, of course, going on down to Miami. It's, another, it's about 680 miles from, uh, from Atlanta down to Miami. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't even take that in a factor. So, really – Round trip, you're looking at like seven thousand miles if you go the other route <clears throat> and then oh, yeah. straight up. Yep. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Well, I will. Uh, I will see you next Tuesday, and we'll have some more exciting news. All right. Same bat channel, same bat time. Yeah, and, and right. Bruce Q. Wayne is up in the up in the foxhole chat. He dropped a dropped a cookie up in there. Oh, also. did. Oh, I didn't yep. see that. Okay. I had to give him. Oh, Batman is in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he was here last week. He He's a good friend of mine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he sent, he sent the Batman shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. called it light. Batman signal. Yeah, the bat signal. Yeah, the, the bat signal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. They yeah, was talking uh, about. I will. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Man, I was just saying they was talking. Somebody brought that signal up in the meeting we were at tonight, and I had to, oh shit, yeah, I had to crack that uh, Trump signal on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. everybody didn't right, like bro, that. I, God bless. I will man. talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you uh, next week. All right, enjoy the Happy show. Later on. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm.
Wow. Once again, another great uh, show done uh, with our good friend. Um, and I do want to give shout out. I don't know if uh, they're still over there, but I want to give shout out uh, to um, the Batman. Ah, oh, he just, he is watching. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Batman. All right. I'm back backtracking, but I want really give him a shout out. Thank you. And there he is. There it is. <laughs> the bat signal. The Trump signal. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I fixed it a little bit tonight, uh, guys. I I, I remembered uh, the technology that I have. Instead of me trying to set up different stuff to. <laughs> to uh, Run a camera on uh, on uh, on the uh, the the laptop or the other device. I realized that hey, we actually got it right here where we can do that. Oh, he's got all the little signals going for the Batman. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, off off grind off grinding the forty ninth. We appreciate you for joining in. I got to do a better job. It's hard for me to walk and chew gum at the same time, so it's hard for me to read these comments and keep up uh, with you guys. But thank you so much uh, for making uh, the APCO show exciting and bringing more to the table. Uh, we're going to um, get ready. Uh, to get out of here on tonight, um, I do want to bring an, another video that uh, the Everescent Crystal found. Uh, and this one is a guy at, uh, going around talking about asking people questions about slavery. And, and it, you know what? It's got to do with NFL players because I do see that um, uh, one of the NFL uh, former NFL coaches uh, was on here, and I can't get his name out right now. I don't recognize the other one, uh, but I'm sure they're players. And so I'm going to play this video. Let's check this out. Uh-oh. In the world, like slaves. I hope nothing more than 100,000 people. 50,000. There's actually 50 million people. There's 50 million people. 15 million? That's really true? It's really, yes. Yeah, it doesn't seem real. It would fill State Farm Stadium every single day for two years. I would have never thought that ever. How much money does human trafficking make a year as an industry? 50 million. 100 million? Half a billion. A billion dollars. I'm going to say 10 billion. 150 billion dollars. Oh my gosh. 150 billion dollars. It's 150 billion dollar business which would be like one of the top companies. Human traffickers could purchase every single NFL team and have billions left over. You just wouldn't think it's that prevalent. I know. And obviously it is. How much is the U.S. government spending to combat human trafficking? Let me say $100 million. $100. Probably not a lot. Which is like a lot of money. However, well, that's not a lot considering what the problem is. Not considering that there's 50 million people. When you think about a $150 billion industry, eight minutes 
um, Super Bowl commercials could pay for the entire budget that the U.S. puts out to end slavery. I saw your reaction. Deliver and rescue people. How many people right now do you think are enslaved? Enslaved? In the world, like slaves. Nothing more than 100,000 people? 50,000. There's actually 50 million people. Million. That's really true. It's really yes. Yeah, it doesn't seem real. It would fill State Farm Stadium every single day for two years. I would have never thought that ever. How much money does human trafficking make a year? As All a right. Year? So anyway. Hundred million. All right. My bad. Want run into some more uh, technical difficulties? I can see why the audio was running those having mishaps now, but I'm just. Uh, realizing this and right now I can't fix the problem so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and get out of here uh, thank you thank you thank you so much uh, for joining us uh, because we are a Judeo Christian show we do have um, a segment that we call a moment in the word because we believe that a moment in the word can change your life and a moment in a word can change my life. And I want to uh, go uh, to our scripture verse uh, for today because we really do believe that a moment in a word can change anyone's life. All right, here we go. Let's go to our scripture reading of the day. Uh, today's scripture reading will come from Psalm 66, verses 1 through 4. Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say unto God, how terrible art thou in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. All the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee. They shall sing to thy name. And many of you are familiar with the passage of scripture where it says, uh, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Well, every knee is going to give praise to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. No matter what, where you're at in life, or no matter how much hatred you have uh, for this God, or how much hatred you have, or anyone has, and of course, those of you that are watching us right now don't have a hatred for God, because most of you are conservatives and you love the Lord, and um, you're here for that very reason, supporting our show. But there are people that can be atheists. But every knee shall bow. Every mouth, every tongue is going to give him praise. Because God said so. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending. The first and the last. And he will have everyone sing praise to him. Because he is the creator and we are the creation. So People can go on rebelling now. They can go on causing children 
to rebel against their parents, causing them to rebel to, uh, rebel against God ordained life uh, and lifestyle and uh, from sexuality to gender and all of this. They can rebel all they want to, but in the end, every everyone is going, all creation is going to praise our Lord and Savior. All right. Thank you so much once again uh, for joining us in this segment we call A Moment in the Word. We thank you, thank you, thank you. Please keep Crystal and I in your prayers as we strive to do the will of God for our lives, uh, knowing that no matter what happens, we're all in this together. And where we go one, we go all. And you can always find the original plan of salvation in your Bibles, in the book of Acts, the second chapter and the 38th verse. We love you. We appreciate you. And thank you all for the support that you've given us. God bless you. We look forward to seeing you guys on tomorrow night. Remember, tomorrow night is church night. And we'll be coming on. Uh, we'll start the live stream later than our usual time. But we'll try to get going as promptly as we can. God bless you. We love you. We appreciate you. We're out of here. In Jesus' mighty name. Because <laughs> he is our Savior and our Redeemer. But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on These are the pictures you've seen of January 6th. They're familiar because they've been playing on a loop on every media outlet in America for the last two years. There's a reason for that. But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. And once you see the video, you'll understand why. Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. By controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. Our office wanted to ensure that there was shock and awe that we could charge as many people as possible. The first thing you notice from viewing the full video record of January 6th is just how many people entered the Capitol building that day. Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands, over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. They're there because they believe the election was stolen from them. They believe in the system. Here's the man you've heard referred to as the QAnon shaman outside the Senate chamber. These are not rioters. 
These are people who wandered over from a political rally. We will not let them silence your voices. After the rally, they walked down Pennsylvania Avenue, where organizers had secured a federal permit to hold a legal rally on the grounds of the Capitol. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically <coughs> make your voices heard. Once at the Capitol building, things began to get chaotic. Capitol police officers fired tear gas into the crowd. A few at the front of the herd broke windows. Someone opened the doors, and many hundreds of others just walked in. We're gonna make that the story. Of course, they did make it the story. And at the center of it, the single most famous person arrested that day was a Navy veteran from Arizona called Jacob Chansley, often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us in this building. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th, the indisputable facts recorded on video, some of which has never before been seen, with the depiction of Jacob Chansley that you've seen in the media for more than two years. He's a terrorist, they said. He should be killed. Shoot him. Shoot him. Like, if it, you burst into the United States, if he was dressed like bin Laden, would you have shot him? Shoot him. Shoot him. It makes you wonder, who are the violent extremists here? Not Jacob Chansley. And the video proves that. But you would never have known from the media coverage. The people sitting in the chairs need to be sitting in a jail cell. Chansley is in a jail cell. He's been there for months. If he was, in fact, committing such a grave crime, why didn't the officers who were standing right next to him place him under arrest? Until now, no one could even prove that even happened.
we the people were just okay. We were just quiet, sitting back. We were excited. Then when they started messing with us, no other choice but to step up. Jesus keeps.